BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level 3. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moranzi, the Prince of Players, all sorts of people to bust them. Everyone is between Fork and Damn Series 6 and Channel 159 Sports Grid Radio Networks. We'll welcome our AM radio affiliates momentarily. Uh, shout out to our boy JP, doing a great job uh, in place of Matias uh, this evening. Matias um, still celebrating Argentina winning today. Now, I guess uh, Matias had some dental work um, done, some severe dental work. I guess he had bad teeth, and um, he's getting married. <laughs> so he's getting married, and um, basically, like, his wife told him, like, you know, he was his girlfriend, but she basically said that you can't get married with, like, you got to fix your teeth before our marriage. But he, he sort of just missed by, like, two weeks. He just got married. So he's getting his teeth done. It's like I told him when he told me this. I said, so in other words, you're married and you're already controlled and whipped, right? You're already listening, like already. Didn't take long. Got to get your teeth fixed. <laughs> so, but Matias had all kinds of, uh, I guess he had like all kinds of uh, pain. So long story short, he's on like a bunch of Vicodin right now or something, and he's all hopped up. He's all buzzed. Can't do the show. Can't do the show. So, JP, JP's not on Vicodin or Percocet or anything like that. Not that I, we know of. Uh, but Matias will be back on Sunday night with us. And it's a good thing Matias isn't here tonight because I thought it was, I, I don't know, I'm not going to say it was classless over the Argentinians after the game today because that game was pretty hostile. <laughs> like, like, and I'm not on the pitch, so I don't know what's said, right? You don't know what's said, and and honestly, you got it. Honestly, you can sort of tell, like the Dutch and the Netherlands here. These guys, they're not exactly like humble people, right? Like you, when they get in your face, they get in your face and stuff. So I imagine there was a lot of smack talk going on, especially after Holland scored to tie the game. That stuff was insane, man. This World Cup, well, whatever. It's if you guys were and speaking of insane, Sacramento State are about to score again. This is very unlike me that I'm not chasing these overs. This is what I do. I chase these overs. I've finally gone on a little bit of a run, though, right now, so I didn't really want to screw around. We'll tell you when we win. And I I told you last night, whatever, dude, I got screwed over by a yard here, there, this prop, that prop. I actually went on a run today. Now, we should know. Some of these plays are like plus money, and I'm taking these crazy like sort of soccer props and stuff. But I don't care. Whatever. Facts are facts. I lost 11 straight bets this morning in these, these soccer games. It was like one after another. No card, 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 no corner, no boom, boom. <laughs> and I was like, all right, as long as I'm good, if this doesn't happen, and now it happened. I bet a bunch of money on the in game. In-game under five and a half cards in the uh, Holland and Argentina match. And I did it literally like two minutes before the fight broke out. It really sucked. Like I looked, I'm like, man, there's only like 20 minutes left or 15 minutes left. I'm like, where's it's not going to be. Like where are all these cards going to come from? They're too busy trying to score to get cards. And then they got into a fight. 
and it was a card fest. Like I said, there was more more cards than a poker table. The late night anger man for class. It's level three. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenci. The great Brett Beard is going to step up and in First Coast News. College football analyst, Heisman Trophy voter, will join us from Jacksonville, Florida. Of course, it's Heisman Trophy weekend. It's the calm before the storm. we got Army-Navy in the morning. If you don't know, now you do. Uh, but Army and Navy have gone under the number 16 straight seasons that they played. All right, with the exception, like 16 straight games, whatever, 16. I was going to say 16 straight years, but I guess the COVID thing threw uh, things off a little bit. And... I don't know how the hell this kid just caught that ball and passed, but they should put like the FCS on Monday Night Football, and they should put the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the crap ass NFL teams on Friday night on ESPN Plus. I'm not even kidding. We can't relegate anybody, right? No one's getting relegated, so all you can do is relegate them by don't put them on TV. I'm dead serious. These kids are like this is crazy, like, and I, I you know, I don't care, like. What what league? What this or oh, you know, I don't watch this FCS. This kid, that catch is as good of a catch you can see anywhere. And this game is as good of a game as you're going to see anywhere. This is just unbelievable right now. Fifty, it's dude, and they they just keep going over over. All these numbers keep going over. Well, they just converted the two point conversion. It's 59-56, so it did go over the 114 and a half even now. Man, we've missed out. We've missed out on the one one on the 92 and a half, the 99 and a half, the 103 and a half, the 114 and a half. And it's crazy because I wanted to bet the over 113 and a half, and I got scared off. Uh, what is it now? Now they're running out of real estate. Now the question is, they're going to come back. Oh my God, it's 122 and a half now. So we're up to 115. But even now, there's only five minutes left in the game. So we're sort of running out of real estate. 50 now, but it could go in overtime. So I wouldn't be taking the under. Sacramento State right now are plus 215 on the money line. They could be live, actually. These guys just don't quit. They don't tap out. They're 12-0 on the season. They got an undefeated season on the line. It's 59-56, like a basketball game. Brett Beard talks college football. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Sports Rage Late Night. I am Gable Moranzi, Sirius XM Channel 159. We're breaking it down. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, including everybody listening in Dallas, Fort Worth, 97.1. The Frick. We're going to talk about Max Duggan and his incredible season and more. Brent Beard 
First Coast News College football analyst, the Heisman Trophy voter, steps up and in and joins us. Brett, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us tonight. Uh, Gabe, always great to be with you. I uh, uh, was very fortunate, as I have been over the last few decades, to cast my Heisman Trophy vote uh, last Sunday night. So we will know the results of that coming up uh, shortly. And believe it or not, basically a week uh, in uh, that we're going to be in the bowl games. And and look, one of the, one of those early bowl games uh, it will be the Florida Gators too. So Gabe, we we are we are jumping right into it. Uh, certainly, but uh, with the SEC even before Christmas. Yeah, it's the calm before the storm, and that's right. Uh, you know what? Normally the SEC aren't playing <laughs> right. before Christmas yes. when we're talking about these bowl games. A little bit early for an SEC team uh, to be playing uh, football. But as far as the Heisman is concerned, and you know what? I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with the four players that were selected uh, this year. But it seems to me, is it the Heisman Trophy Award or is it the best quarterback trophy yeah. award? Yeah. Right? And yeah. That, I think that, you know, let's let's just, you know. But this year, is there a player that wasn't a quarterback that would be there besides maybe Blake Corum if he didn't get injured, right? Yeah, right. I agree. Blake, Blake if he doesn't get injured, is probably there. Look, you, you said something that I have thought for quite a while. Uh, I Look, I get it. But what I also get is we need to do something to get this off from just being a quarterback award. Um, and I have no problem and have done it in the past and voted for defensive players. And I think that would be fine to be able to do something of that nature, too. I mean, there were a lot of talk last year that Will Anderson could have gone. Uh, now, uh, in talking to other Heisman voters, plenty of talk about who wasn't invited, uh, being Hinton Hooker of Tennessee and Bryce Young of Alabama, that they frankly should have been invited, too. I, I've heard that from several Heisman voters this week. You can't take anything away from the the players that are there, though, right? You can't. I mean, C.J. Stroud had an incredible season. Max Duggan's story is unbelievable. And Stetson Bennett, even though known more as a game manager, let's sort of start off with Stetson here, in which people talk about you know him being a game manager. Last week, I think Kirby Smart took offense to the interview after the football game uh, when asked the quarterback that nobody wanted or per se – and, you know, we're talking about a guy, he is the number two ranked passer in the SEC. That's right. Like, yes. he's not like, yeah, he puts numbers up as well, like mm -hmm. this guy. So, what about Stetson Bennett? And, as you say, like, so, I guess where I'm going here, is Stetson Bennett more deserving of being there than Hendon Hooker? And I wanted to ask you about Hendon Hooker, because it seems to me that it's unfair to punish the kid. Well, we, we, yes. we know he would have been there. His oh, yeah. numbers spoke for themselves. He would have been there. And I don't think, well, he got hurt, so we're not, we're going to ignore you. Did Hooker is Hooker the one that's getting like did, did Hooker deserve a trip to New York City this weekend? Yes, yes. I don't think there's any doubt about it in my mind, and I think a lot of people would say Bryce Young. Uh, and some some have argued that he's had a better year this year than last year. I'm not sure I agree with that, but uh, to your question about uh, Stetson Bennett, I think he deserves to go too. And and not that this is a career achievement award, but but here's why. They really don't have a number one tailback. They really don't have a number one wide receiver. Uh, they're almost uh, wide receiver and running back by committee. So, and I'll also say this, Gabe, and with your eagle, I'm sure you caught this too. He actually has improved. He's a better quarterback, and he's making better throws and making better plays this year, I think, than he did last year. Very accurate, crisp, tight spirals, velocity on the football. He makes plays. He is making plays. Is he surrounded by talent? Yes, but he does make plays. Um, Caleb Williams, did, it's too bad he got hurt in that football game, right, against Utah. Yes. And I heard a lot of people say that. And listen, I was on USC in the game, Brent. I thought USC were going to be able to get revenge on the Utes, but this is what the Utes do, bro. They they beat you in a regular season, they and they beat you again in the Pac-12 Conference Championship game. Yet, so a lot of people are like, well, if he wasn't hurt, maybe it would have been a different outcome. I look at it differently. I look at it. The reason he was hurt is because Utah are mean men that like yes. beat the pulp out of you. <laughs> and it wasn't like he wasn't injured going into the game. They injured him. That, that's a physical football team, but he's a heck of a quarterback. And I tell you, talking to NFL people and draft people, they think he's better than, than Stroud, that he's better than 
than Levis, that he's better than Young, that he's 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 the best NFL prospect out of all these quarterbacks, but he's not eligible this year. Uh, right. Well, and look to your point too with Utah. Uh, the 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 problem is is that Caleb Williams, if he'd been healthy, couldn't play defense. Because I can tell you this, Utah is strong, physical, and I'm telling, I'm telling you, Gabe. By the time the fourth quarter came around, that SC defense wanted nothing else to do with those Utah running backs, did they? I didn't. Um, you know what? I was watching the football game, and somebody in the room who's not a big football fan even said, "Man, that team in white is pretty, pretty mean." Like, yes. you know what I mean? like yes. they, they were running people over. To me, there was a turning point when Cam Rising got lit up and his helmet came flying off. Right. Uh, he went flying and he didn't drop the ball and he popped back up. Uh, it was just, they were just tougher physically. But without being stated, though, heck of a quarterback, uh, Caleb Williams, great year, reminding a lot of people of Patrick Mahomes. It seemed like it was CJ Stroud earlier in the year, but everybody believes that uh, Caleb Williams is going to be the one getting the trophy. Yeah, I think that's true. Now, now again, we're not allowed as voters to tell who we voted for. And, and Gabe, I'll be honest with you about that. I think that's a mistake from the Heisman Trust. Uh, I value my, my my vote. And you probably remember this. Uh, it wasn't that long ago that you could have a Heisman Trophy voters on the week before the selection was named, and they could talk about their vote. And the reason I think this has not helped us as Heisman voters is when we were able to do that, we gave more attention to the award. Yeah. People wanted to know. Debate. It creates debate throughout it the does, week. Yeah. It does. It and, does. And, and, yeah, and you know, not because it's the same thing And with, um, with baseball, right, with the Hall of Fame. Right. Some guys yes. don't even, like, they won't tell you who they voted for. Right. It's like, come on. If you're going to have the vote after, you know, own your vote at least and then say, oh, yeah. okay, this is why I did it, right? Now, right. you don't have to say right. before, but after the fact. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm glad. And I post mine on social media. But I just think, without belaboring the point here, I, I, I wish, Gabe, that we would go back to voters being able to tell people what their vote was. Because, see, you can have had two or three Heisman voters on this week on your show and, and let them talk yeah. about it, which would have drawn attention to the award itself. You know, it's funny. I remember the powers of B years ago in the old AP and the coaches poll uh, days, and they were asked, you were the only sport that decides things with votes. And, yeah. you know, the controversy and, you know, it was in the old, you know, the Nebraska, you know, the Nebraska-Miami days. And, you know, I mean, teams are, you know, tie games and go for two and all that. And, you know, what they responded, I don't remember the, who it was exactly, Brent, but it was, you know, the, the powers would be at the time. Said, yeah, but you're talking about it, aren't you? Yeah. And that was their right. exact point. They said they like they like that debate. Who's better? Is it Notre Dame? Who's 11-1? and one? Or like Michigan 11-1? and one? But they didn't play each other this year. Right. They right. liked that debate. And you're right. It's almost the debate's been taken away with the Heisman. It becomes anticlimactic. The debate gets taken away with sort of the who's good and who isn't. There's no debate anymore. Anything is just everything is just sort of factual on a week to week basis. Yes. yes. Well, and and see the the and the problem is after Saturday night we've got a little bit of discussion on Sunday, maybe a little bit on Monday, uh, but. I just think the, the, uh, if we were able to, uh, to share who we voted for the week before, that there would be more debate, and it would help the award. So anyway, we'll— I don't we'll, want to overthink it, but I don't know. Maybe having it on a Thursday night or a Friday night would be different as well. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know and you, you could have the dinner on Saturday, but I'm just sure. sort of thinking, if you're really—I don't know. It seems like they don't care in New York. Like, it's just sort of like, we are who we are. We're going to do our thing. But you're right. I think that— it could be publicized more because it is a prestigious uh, trophy. Yes. More with Brett Beard on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Sports Rage Late Night continues. I am Gabriel Moretzi on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Series XM Channel 159. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, including everybody in Southern California, the 50,000-watt juggernaut, the mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Brent Beard kicking with us, and we were just talking about the prestige of the Heisman Trophy, and nothing is more prestigious than Army, Navy. Great pageantry to this football game. Always been a fan. And, you know, I honestly believe that like when Air Force plays Navy or like any combination of the military academy teams should be on national television and not just like the Army Navy showcase. Yes. Um, and 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 also, what's your take on this? That like the uh, Army Army's bowl uh, proposal was rejected because they didn't get credit for two FCS wins. And I understand we don't want to open up the floodgates, but let's be real, Brett. We have five win teams in bowl games this year. And if there's ever, like I would almost put in writing and say, besides with the exception of military academy schools, if these kids can go fight for their country and sacrifice their lives, I think the least we can do is let them into a bowl game and not play semantics uh, with rules, in my opinion. That actually just bothers me. Well, and see, when you look at Army's schedule – uh, Army's lost to some pretty good football teams. Uh, uh, Texas-San Antonio, they lost by three. And then they they lost by six to Air Force. They lost 10-9 to nine to Troy. And you've got a Troy team uh, where their head coach is up for, the, uh, for several head coaching awards. Uh, so, I, look, it's I agree. It's not like they would be coach. overwhelmed in a bowl matchup, right? Exactly. No, no, right. Right. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that entirely. Uh, so that that's something that, uh, look, if they are close, uh, I think you'd have a pretty good crowd uh, with that. Uh, also, uh, so and and Navy did the Navy kind of did the same. They lost by three uh, to Air Force uh, by seven to Temple. Uh, so and I tell you this, Gabe, we. We live here in the Jacksonville, Florida area. This is a big Navy town. Uh, and we have talked before, you know, we have the Gator Bowl here. That's uh, the a great, great point. Yeah. Uh, and the thing we've talked about from time to time is trying to make a real bid and get in the game here at least once. Uh, That's a great and, idea, uh, Brett. We were just talking about the Heisman being a Northeast type of thing. Yes. Same thing. It's always this is Baltimore, Philadelphia, right? Uh, New Jersey. It's a great point. I mean, hell, San Diego's a great Navy uh, town sure. too. So why not sure. get get more exposure nationally? Why not go to Florida in a hotbed in a football state? Why not go to San Diego, California, and play the Army Navy game? Uh, Gabe, if you had that thing in San Diego, don't you think people would come from northern the, the uh, northern part of the state, the middle part of the state? Oh, you get they, troops from all over the country, like, and, and then you get all the California, the West Coast troops could finally go to the game. Uh, well, and, and uh, absolutely, and the same thing here, Gabe. If we had that one year in Jacksonville, I guarantee you, we'd have people coming from Atlanta, we'd have people coming from Orlando, uh, I, I, and look. I think the thing would uh, would sell out. I I'm curious if you have. I've never gone. I'd love to be able to go. Uh, and and the people I talk to in the media who have been there say they're just absolutely nothing like it. You know, Brett, I was gonna go and it got canceled. I was in New York. Wow. Yeah. And um, another time I was gonna go. And this is this is kind of funny but embarrassing, Brent. 
so I was doing a show at MetLife Stadium, all right? So, like, uh, the, the Meadowlands Racetrack, the horse racetrack. Right. That's where the FanDuel Sportsbook is. It's all the same yeah. complex. Sure. So I'm I'm there every day. And every day, Brent, I see Army-Navy, like, on the digital yeah. billboard outside, right. okay? And I'm getting all fired up, and I'm thinking, man, I've never been to an Army-Navy game. I got to go. I'm right here. How do I not go? So I tell a bunch of people, listen, we got to go to see Army-Navy, and, like, this is going to be super cool and all this type of stuff. I was a year early, Brett. They were advertising oh, a year oh, early. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it was like Army Navy and Little Right next year. You know, it was one of those. So it was like because it was the anniversary of uh, 9/11, unfortunately. Right, so right. they were like, yeah, like remember? So that's where it was. So I was like, okay. I was like, oh man. And then when it came up, and then the pandemic hit. Yeah. You can't make it up. Then the pandemic hit. That's right. Right. Yeah. So no, I actually missed it. I've never been there, but I would love. Uh, yeah, let's just say, obviously, a special atmosphere. I've actually heard more specifically that there's nothing better than an Army home game. Right. Well, well, look, I'm with you. Whatever the to me, whatever the service academies want to do, they deserve to be able to do it. Nah, that's my deal too. I mean, come on. I mean, we, we throw everything out the window all the time. That's my whole. That's my thing. Yeah, that's a, we'll move on, bro. But isn't that the uh, isn't that the deal? You notice they don't mind breaking rules and tradition to make money. Right? Yes. They'll do it automatically. Yes. But any other time, well, you know, rules are rules. <laughs> rules are rules. Like, you guys, come on. So, as we stated, let me ask you, what's the word, uh, what's the feeling around the Georgia Bulldogs getting the Ohio State Buckeyes? Because say what you will about Ohio State, they're going to have a chip on their shoulder, right? They're oh, the no. team now. It's like they're getting treated like they're the Cincinnati Bearcats or something, right? They're yeah. the team that's – there's always one team, right, that comes in that's disrespected and sort of looked at with the, you know, with, with the raised eyebrow. Are you, are you, you know, are you supposed to be at this party? Are you allowed in here? Right? And they're a dangerous team. I'm sure Kirby Smart is stressing that, that, listen, don't be fooled by Ohio State losing to Michigan. They are still a dangerous football team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I, got, I, I agree with that. And, and is – look, and it's good – as they are, uh, and, and as good as Michigan is, uh, just because you look, uh, if you get blown out by Michigan, I don't think uh, that should keep you from from having a chance to get to get back the playoffs. And when we get when we expand the playoffs, uh, that uh, that's not even going to be an issue that's coming up uh, either. Oh, I can guarantee you, Kirby Smart knows how dangerous they are. And another chip on the shoulder is going to be, well, Ohio State hadn't played anybody this year. And believe me, that's going to be going over, too. And the other thing is, uh, and I know this is, a, this is a smaller thing, but C.J. Stroud, if he doesn't win the Heisman, that's going to be a little bit of motivation, too. So, so to your point, Ohio State will not lack in motivation for this playoff, will they, Gabe? You know what, though? Don't Heisman Trophy winners, like, rarely win the national championship after? Uh, yeah, correct. Yeah. Yes. So as a Michigan fan, sorry, Stetson, I hope you win. I <laughs> 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 hope Stetson better win. <laughs> you know, Brent, in the NFL, an MVP hasn't won the Super Bowl since Kurt Warner in 2000. That's incredible. It really is. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Uh, and there is. I, Remember, there used to be that Heisman. I don't know the Heisman curse, but there was. Remember, the Heisman Trophy winner yes. wouldn't win the national yes. championship. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think that's very uh, – now, Now, listen, uh, I know we're short on time, but and I'm, I'm intentional about this. I, I want to give your Wolverine some love. I'm telling you, they have, that they have found out. They know who they are. Yeah. They know what they do best. Uh, they're not ashamed of it. They're going to run the ball down your throat. They're, they're, I, you know, they remind their physicality reminds me also some of Utah. Uh, did you when you watch Utah? Did you see any Michigan in them too? Maybe uh, as far as on the line of scrimmage, yeah, uh, and, and and what what they could do. Georgia's. I see play. a lot of Georgia in Michigan, except yeah. Georgia are deeper. You know what I mean? Yes. It's Michigan want to replicate what Georgia do. Right, like they they are right. They, but I tell you what, last year, Brent, Michigan, they were like it was it was they were elated to beat Ohio State, right. and it continued in. It was like oh maybe they're gonna let down. No, then they beat up on Iowa. Then they did let down, right? You know, McNamara showing up in white track suits right. and sunglasses. Right. They went Hollywood. Uh. We've heard stories about you know the kids were on Tinder in Miami, and you know what I mean. Yeah. They were like, it was almost they weren't there to win. You know, you right. had a Jabo and Hutchinson knowing they're going to the NFL and top picks and everything. 
This is a different football team. It, it is. This is different. There's no more elation. Like, they, dude, they barely celebrated after the Ohio State game. Remember last year, they acted, you know what I mean? It was the game, the win of the, their lifetime. Yes. This year, it was all business. They planted the flag, walked off the field, and said, next, right? McCarthy said, next, after the game. After the, the Purdue game, yeah. next. They yes. really have, like, we're not done. They, you know, last year, they were happy to be there. This year, they're there to win it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and that and that should be their attitude uh, that that we've got unfinished business. We're going to be able to do that. And and look to me, the depth that they've got. Now we talked about um, Georgia not not having say a number one back. Look, uh, when you watch Michigan run the ball, I don't care who the back is. It, he looks like the number one back, don't he, Gabe? Uh, but Edwards popped through, and it was. <laughs> That, that, and that, that was good coaching as well, wasn't it? Yes. That Ohio State thought, man, McCart, they're not going to want to throw the ball. They're not going to attack us through the air. And Michigan just started airing it out on them. And then as okay. soon as as soon as they started protecting the pass, the hole started breaking for Donovan Edwards. Donovan Edwards is going to be a big key. That Michigan have a great offensive line. That's one thing that they can hang their hat on. Uh, look, to me, that's a key for both uh, uh, for both Georgia and, and, and by the way, Gabe, do, are, do people realize the two finalists for the Joe Moore Award, which is the offensive line of the year, is Michigan and Georgia? Uh, is there is there any doubt that that's why both these teams are in the playoff? Uh, to me, you can hang it you you can hang it on the offensive line for both these schools. Yeah, it feels like they're on a collision course, but. Can you imagine if somehow it ended up Ohio State of Michigan in a national oh, championship oh, game? Like, oh, man, like, like wow. Uh, you know, be like Alabama and Auburn playing again for the national It really would be. It really, exactly. That's the only you know, really thing you could equate it to. I would say Stanford and Cal, but sorry, that's never, ever, ever going to happen. No, no. <laughs> hey, Brett, you're the best, my man. I know you're busy. Thank you so much for taking the time to beat us. We'll get into the bowls next week. Um, as the you know, bowl season set to kick off on Friday. It's always a pleasure, sir. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. Gave my pleasure. And again, as we said, the SEC starts next week. It's very unusual to have an SEC game before Christmas. But those Florida Gators play a very unheralded but very good Oregon State team next Saturday in Las Vegas. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. That was one of the craziest football games ever. 
literally and figuratively. <laughs> Unbelievable stuff. Uh, really, really, really was. University um, Incarnate Word. UIW. What did we say before? IUW, whatever. UIW. UIW and uh, Sacramento State. Epic football game. It's basically like a college basketball score. 66-63 final score. And it was real craziness at the end. Sacramento State needed a field goal. And there was like five, seven seconds left. They completed a pass. And it looked like he caught the ball. And it looked like they got screwed. They said there was no time on the clock. Then they reviewed it. And it was like, yeah, there is. There's actually one second left. But while they were reviewing it, while they were reviewing the clock, they clued in and realized that he wasn't in bounds, which they wouldn't have noticed. Like, you know what I mean? Because it wasn't a first down, so they wouldn't have reviewed it. It was one of these weird weird deals where it's like good news, bad news. Yeah, you guys got a second left, but we discovered you didn't actually catch the ball. Kids on Sacramento State are distraught now. You know, like just heartbreaking loss. Like that's this is like this is one of those games you remember forever. Number zero is a big boy on uh UIW, I tell you that. That was a hell of a football game, though. Hell of a football game. These kids laid it out on the line. Great stuff, this, like the FCF championship. I said I said a couple minutes, if you're just joining us, I am Gabriel Renzi, but, you know, you look at all this bad primetime football in the NFL. Like, this was much more entertaining. Like, if people were watching this, they'd be, it'd be lit. But I tell you what, the thing is, if the kids on these teams knew that they were on Monday Night Football, it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be the same thing. They would have choked, right? <laughs> you know, like the pressure would have got to them. Sort of like the World Cup. Speaking of which, we'll get to in a couple of moments here. But that was a wild, uh, wild game. Sixty-six, sixty-three. We gave it the over. Uh, we talked about it all day. I like the over this game, even though it was high. It gets there, and then we hit the in-game over. But it's very unlike me for not like just chasing. Normally, I would have chased the you know the ninety-two and then one hundred two and a half. But like, it was just so crazy. You, you figure, oh my god, no, I can't. They they can't score again and again and again and again. But they they did. And um, so, for the record, now UIW will take on uh, North Dakota State next uh, next week, FCS playoffs. So we got a. No no bowl games tomorrow. The bowls start next week. Uh, bowls start next week, but what we do have is Army-Navy. And as discussed, 16 consecutive unders between these two programs when they play against each other. You know, we always cash in when the military academy teams play. We always hit the under. And I'll tell you what, yeah, it's a, um, it's, it's, it's a low total. It's a low total, right? But when something has gone under 16 consecutive times, it's not something that you challenge, right? It's not something that we want to challenge. I'm not going to challenge it. And I also like Navy in this game. You you throw out the records when these two teams play against each other. That's something much larger than records in football. It's just, it's, it is really a special game. It really is like just from the from the from the take out all the pageantry and stuff, which is cool. But for me, I'm just I like it from a football standpoint. It means so much to them. But the thing is, like, there's two ways of looking at it, right? Like basically, it, it, I don't want to say it means more to Army, but Army season is sort of defined by like Army. It really is that. Yeah, you know what? We're three and nine, but you know we beat Navy, right? It was one of those type of deals. Navy's a little bit different. Navy, you're playing in a you know in a very competitive conference, so by logically by nature, you would figure that Navy have a big advantage, right? You know, if you look at Army's schedule, they're playing against Villanova. They're playing against um, you know Colgate. They play against some tough teams. They you know they don't play you know a complete cupcake schedule, but Army's schedule is not as difficult. As Navy's, not even close. Like Navy's playing Notre Dame. Navy's playing Central Florida. Navy's playing Tulane. Navy's playing the Houston Cougars. Navy's playing the SMU Mustangs. So, therefore, like Navy need the athletes, right? Navy need the athletes to be able to compete, uh, you know, with these teams that Army do not. So Navy have the better athletes. They have the you know they just they have the better football players, but. 
Army, you know, is all in. So Army's heart can sort of, you know, it's an equalizer. Not to mention they both run the same offense. That's, you know, that's the main reason. You know, when you, why, how can it go under as much as it does? There's, you know, the combination, the, uh, the combining factors are all a perfect storm for an under when the military academy teams play against each other. As anybody tunes into the show knows, we always bet the military academy teams to go under the number when they play each other. We've been doing it for years, and we've been making money. We've been riding it. It's like 43-9-1 or whatever in the last 53. But 16, you know, 16 of them are Army-Navy. 16 straight unders. So we like Navy. We'll play Navy on the money line in this game. And we're going to play the under 32-and-a-half. It is low. We should note four of the last five times that these two teams have played. It did still go under this number even at 32. But, you know, it's it's a low, stupid low number. But we're going to play Navy on the money line. We're going to play the under. And we're going to tease. We're also going to play teaser, you know, with Navy. Could Navy loses. Maybe they lose on a last-second field goal or something. But I don't think they will. But if they do, that's how it'll roll. And at least we'll get a little bit of a cushion at 39 and a half. We'll get into the NFL momentarily. The World Cup has just been insane, man. So, you know, this is something we're going to be on, God willing, before the next Croatia match. But Croatia uh, Croatia uh, play Argentina, right, in the, in the uh, in a semifinal now. I'll tell you right now, just bet. we got to bet this game to go to extra time. Eight of the last nine knockout games in the World Cup for Croatia have gone to extra time i.e. overtime. Think about that like from like a hockey perspective or an NBA perspective and saying, yeah, eight of their last nine NBA final games or playoff games have gone to like overtime. You know, think about the odds that you're getting. I mean, it's crazy. Eight of the last nine games that they played, I mean, this one is only plus 225 because the odds makers have sort of caught on that, yeah, this could probably happen again. I said before the tournament started, you know, we all make predictions, and soccer's one of these sports that everybody thinks they know something more than everybody else. You know, because I live in this country or that country and this, or I actually watch it and you don't. Like, everybody's, you know, you know everybody's a know-it-all when it comes to the soccer stuff. But I said, before the tournament started, my own know-it-all way, I said, guys, we can handicap this, we can handicap that, you can know, who, you know, you can pronounce every name right and know all the transfers and all this. Ultimately, it's going to come down to penalty kicks. And here we go. It comes down to penalty kicks all the time. It really is. So you would think almost tomorrow looking and say, well, can it really happen again? Yeah, I think it really can happen again. So first up is Morocco and Portugal, 10 10 a.m. Eastern time, 7 a.m. Pacific. Morocco, plus 475. Portugal, minus 143. These are 90-minute numbers. And the draw is plus 250. Portugal were, you know, incredibly impressive. It's been a great run. Portugal are sort of like Michigan college basketball or something. You know, you know a team that makes the final four all the time, but they don't win. Or they get they get to the Elite Eight all the time. Portugal, of course, have won the Euro Championship. They've had a lot of international success. You know, they, they the Euro Championship was the pinnacle. But I think they're, you know, I, can, I think they're going to win. I think Portugal will find a way to get by here, but I've underestimated the Portuguese, which is my own at my own peril because I follow Portuguese soccer and I've been there and I like, you know, I like their league and stuff, and I know they're dangerous at this level, incredibly well coached. But with all that being stated, Morocco can ball. As they say, they can. Morocco or, you know, Morocco can play. So, like, it really wouldn't surprise me if this game went to extra time. Look, between the two matches, you got Morocco and Portugal and England and France. And even though, you know, France are amazing and stuff, um, and they are, France and England can go to extra time as well. So, for me and my money here, I think both games, it would not surprise me at all. So you're getting a draw at plus 250 with Morocco and Portugal. That's a nice price right there. That's a nice price. Yes, Portugal ambushed Switzerland the other night, but it doesn't mean they're going to kill everybody all the time. The Swiss just fell apart, as I stated. Now we know why You know the saying is you have more holes than Swiss cheese. That's why their cheese has holes in it. They suck. 
England and France, 2 o'clock Eastern, 11 o'clock Pacific. Ultimate showdown between two very proud nations, two very arrogant nations when it comes to, you know, when it comes to football. England and it's coming home and they invented the game and all that. And the EPL is the, you know, is the, the English Premier League is the Premier League and all the money along with the Liga. But I didn't get France. And French, you know, France's league has always been, you know, decent, but it's, they put, you know, the Valdez Middle East money is in, invested into it now. So we know that the French league is, is booming. And we know that France internationally have been sort of one of the kingpins, right? They're almost like the new Brazil, where, like, you know, they just, they're, they're the team to beat off. And great matchup. I normally look at England and think they're going to choke. And, you know, rightfully so, because they have, and they do. So, I look at England normally and think, man, these guys are overhyped. The pressure is going to get to them. As we've discussed throughout the tournament, this British side seems to be reacting very positively to the to the pressure, to the tournament itself, right? You know, the old, like, you know, Beckhams and the Roonies and all these guys, the Owens, they always seemed uptight in these big spots. These young guys, the Bellinghams and the Rashfords, they're not. So I don't think England are overwhelmed or they are, you know, that they, they, they're, they're going to, I don't think they fall apart. The difference is to me, England are young and France are just, you know, France are France. So there's two ways to approach this match because I do think France are going to advance. If you think France are going to win a regulation, it's plus 150, which is pretty crazy because you get plus money at any option here. France are plus 150. The draw is plus 225, and England are plus 200. So, it's a pretty cool option when you're betting on a match that all three, you know, all three avenues here produce plus money. And or, you can just say, you know what, this is kind of confusing, and I'm just going to, I just think France are going to advance. And that's, you know, you can bet it at your book. It might say to advance. It might say to qualify for the next round. But if you're just in case you're wondering, because there's a lot of little nuances to this stuff, is if you get your plus 150, they need to win the game in the first 90 minutes to get paid. Like if they win in penalty kicks and you take the plus 150, you don't get paid. You don't win. I like them to advance at minus 125. We'll wrap things up on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Ridge. I am Maranci. Thanks to uh, Brett Beard for kicking it with us. And uh, shout out to our boy Tony Finn in Area 51. Always fun stuff. Rob Vino normally joins us 
Rob uh, normally joins us on Friday nights. Uh, he couldn't tonight. His uh, son, his son is an up-and-coming pretty big band and stuff, and I think yeah, they were playing in uh, in Philly or in the area tonight. So uh, Rob Vino will be back with us next week. So we got soccer in the morning, and man, I don't know. My confidence, you know, I'm not my confidence. It's like anything. Right? I mean, the soccer's been great. We had a good run. We were killing the cards. We were doing this. We were doing that. We were doing great with the corners. And you're doing great until you, you don't. But now, I don't know. I mean, I bet these under corner, I bet these under card props, and suddenly, you know what I mean? There's 16 cards given out because everyone starts pushing each other around and fighting. Emotions are running high now, late in these games. And that's another thing to think of, too. If a team knows they're on the way out and stuff, even though it carries over the suspension. Like the announcer said today, like he basically said, and oh, that's a suspension like for Buddy on Holland. And he goes, but I don't think he cares right now. Because you don't get kicked out now. But if you get, like, if you have another, you know what I mean, you get two yellow cards, you're done in the next game. So I'm just saying, I'm a little rattled when my little, my systems are like blew up. Like, you know. And another thing, I like betting on unders in these games and they keep going over. So I'm all rattled with the totals even now. Like, I don't know. Maybe, you know, I think it's going to be nil-nil and it's 4-4. How the hell do I know? What I do know is I think if you take both games to be a draw tomorrow, one at least one of them will, and you won't lose money on that. I do think France are going to advance at minus 125. Portugal should advance as well. You know, I think France and Portugal on a collision course. NFL football, I love the Lions and the Vikings to go over the number. I like the Pittsburgh Steelers on the money line. I think the Buffalo Bills are going to pummel the New York Jets. I like the Dolphins over the Chargers Sunday night. I'll be on with Pharrell Sunday afternoon. Follow me on Twitter at SportsRage. Other than that, you're on your own. Hater. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brands Park American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated.